On this edition of Orlando Magic Pod Squad, we catch up with Magic rookie Jalen Suggs. Magic fans, the Florida Department of Transportation reminds you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. If you've been drinking, don't get behind the wheel. Instead, find a sober driver or catch a ride service. Remember, drive sober or get pulled over. Have a great night and drive safe. Lots to get into with Magic rookie Jalen Suggs, including his football mentality out there on the basketball court. Some of the hard hits that he's taken this year, how it feels to be back. His thoughts on being named a member of the Rising Stars Challenge and what he thinks the weekend will be like in Cleveland during All-Star Weekend. Also, his teammate Cole Anthony, part of the dunk competition. Does Cole maybe have something up his sleeve? So Jalen will give us a little insight there. And then a deep dive into everything that he studied and learned when he was hurt for those 20 games and how he feels He's a much stronger player now that he's come back to finish out this year. All that and more on this edition of Magic Pod Squad with Jalen Suggs. This is Jalen Suggs of the Orlando Magic. This is Jonathan Isaacs. This is Mo Bamba. This is Cole Anthony. This is Fonz Wagner of the Orlando Magic. And this is the Pod Squad. And welcome, everyone, to another edition of Orlando Magic Pod Squad. Dante Marcatelli, David Steele, Jeff Turner, George Delante, and Magic rookie Jalen Suggs kind enough to join us. Jalen, how are you, man? I'm doing good. How are you? We're doing good. How, how would you, for those of you that are watching and, and listening, how would you describe the hotel room inside the uh, the Grand America there in Salt Lake City? It's a pretty good spot, isn't it? It's, it's like a little apartment. You got a living room, <laughs> nice little walkway to come into, big bathroom. Like, this is one of the nicer ones I've been in for sure. <laughs> Have you spent much time in Salt Lake City? Did you ever play did you play Utah at Gonzaga, um, or have you ever been there before? Yeah, we played – well, not in Salt Lake City. Up in Provo, but uh, – which isn't too far away. But, no, nah, never in Salt Lake City, though. This is my first time. Well, listen, I, I know you took uh, – you, you had to leave the game against Portland at the time of this taping. It's the day after the Portland game. But you're feeling good after that. How are you feeling overall? You've taken a lot of falls here lately. <laughs> you gotta, you, I know you feel everybody hold their breath. How, how are you feeling overall? You know, you, you know, you pick basketball, right? And not football. <laughs> you, you went the basketball <laughs> route. For real. Uh, nah, I feel good. Um, you know, I've been taking care of my body. Uh, you know, bumps and bruises, you know, kind of come with a game. And, you know, I've had a couple bad falls. You want to talk about the L.A. one. Uh, but, I mean, even that one wasn't even, you know, that bad. That wasn't serious at all. So, um, I mean, I feel really good mentally, physically, uh, you know, emotionally. And, uh, you know, just kind of having a good time with it and, um, you know, enjoying the team. You guys, really, you, he took in L.A. Do you think anyone on our team, do you guys think anyone else other than Jalen would have stayed in that game? <laughs> would have been able to get back up? <laughs> Now you're questioning what? everybody else on the team, by the way. No, so no, I'm, yeah. no, no. I'm, just, I'm not saying. I'm saying it was that hard of a fall. But Jalen, I think you said after that, or one of your falls, that you've taken more hits on the basketball court than you did playing football. How is that possible? Uh, you just try not to get hit. You run out of bounds, you slot, you do, you do anything to not get hit. Um, no, nah, I think, like I said, most of my most of my injuries that I've had throughout my career. You know, I haven't been, I haven't had many major ones, uh, but you know, just the minor ones that you know, you know, hurt or keep you out for a little bit. I've all come for basketball. I've never really missed time because of a football injury. So um, I don't know. It's pretty ironic. Jalen, how do you compare the physicality of the NBA to the physicality of high school basketball or the season you spent at Gonzaga? And describe the physicality of the NBA for us. Oh, it's a lot different. You can't even compare them. Um, 
you know, just these guys are now you're playing against. It's different because you're playing against grown men, you know, instead of high school, you know, guys that are your age or younger, college, you know, same. You play some freshmen, you know, you can get some seniors that are pretty big and strong, but um, you know, it's nothing like you know, night in and night out where you know you're having a bang in the paint, you know, box out bigs. Uh, you know, take last, the other night against Boston. You know, you got a guard, Jalen Brown, who loves going to the post and you know, posting up things like that. So. I think physicality is a big difference. Um, I think you find ways to, you know, to navigate and use your advantage, you know, whether it's offensively, defensively, um, you know, things like that. Um, you know, if you kind of study it, break it down, and you know, find, find a way to use it for your advantage, uh, you know, it can be really helpful. Is that part of it for you, though, trying to figure out how to use your physicality and, and use it to your advantage where, you, you know, you don't get hurt, where you can be physical and yet uh, – I mean, that's got to be a real challenge for you because you want to play physical. Obviously, you like to play a physical brand of basketball, but if you go too far, then you might find yourself uh, continually on the injured list or uh, continually batting, nag battling nagging injuries. So how are you trying to balance that and figure out when to use your physicality and how to use it? Are, you, are the coaches talking to you about it? Do you look at film or how does that work for you? Yeah, um, you know, we, we've talked about it a lot throughout the season. You know, and just, you know, with my frame, I like to play, you know, my mentality. A lot of it's downhill, you know, right at you. And, you know, we've kind of just had to learn how to, you know, how to balance that, you know, how to move, play fast and play physical and then be able to slow it down so you don't take the crazy falls or, you know, find yourself in the second, third row of the bleachers, things like that. Um, you know, but another piece is we watched a lot of film, you know, on guys who like to play, you know, that same way. I think a, man, a big one was Jimmy Butler. You know, and just the way that he's able to use his shoulders, get downhill and use his advantage to get to the foul line. And so I think that that's the biggest piece that, you know, we focused on and, you know, try to get better at, you know, as the year is kind of going on. Jalen, go ahead, JT. Sorry. Well, I was going to ask, following up on the, the film part of it, I, I think uh, the fans would be surprised at how much film that goes into being an NBA player, how much film study, whether it's the game plan or individual. Were you surprised by how much time you spend watching film uh, when you started in the NBA? Um, it, was, it wasn't as much, you know, as we did in high school, of course, and, you know, not as much as in college. Um, but I wasn't surprised by it at all. You know, I, kinda, I knew that, you know, film was a huge piece and scouting reports and, you know, knowing the opponent's plays, uh, player tendencies, all that stuff, you know, stuff that I've been used to, you know, going back to college, you know, before games, I'd go watch, you know, whether it was their highlight tape, because their highlight tapes are all their main moves and things they do to get, you know, to get their way to get to where they want to go and things like that. So, you know, for me, with not like as much access, you know, as you have in the NBA uh, to get any game, any clips, any quarter, like, you know, any move shot, things like that. Uh, that's what I resorted to in college. But, uh, you know, I think that kind of just set me up well for the NBA where it's a lot of the same thing. I like to ask this of all the guys, not just the rookies. When when was the first time you saw somebody on the other side of the court and it, it, it took you a little while to be like, holy crap, I'm playing against, you know, LeBron or KD, like somebody you grew up idolizing. What, what was the first guy this year where it, it hit you and maybe it took you a little while to like realize I got to get together here because, you know, he's my he's my opponent now, not just somebody hanging on my wall on a poster. Um, it was definitely the the first time Brooklyn came into town, uh, James and KD. Um, and I, well, like I wasn't starstruck by it. 
it was just like, man, like seeing him on the other side warm up and introductions, like, you know, it's crazy, you know, just, just kind of being this point, you know, after watching them for so long, and, you know, those are guys who, you know, you go emulate their moves and, you know, you see them play on the highest level and the biggest stage. So um, I think that was definitely the first time I was like, hold on, I'm actually here. Jalen, who did you watch? Who were some of your favorite players and who, who did you kind of emulate when you were growing up? Uh, Derrick Rose, Russell Westbrook. Um, I'd say we're like the two main ones. And then, of course, LeBron James. I mean, of, our, of my generation, you know, that's, that's you know, Tibbet Iceberg, him and Kobe. So um, I'd say th- those, those are the main, those are the main four right there. Had you met any of those guys before, before going into the league? Because I know some guys have interactions with, with pros before they get to the league. Have you met any of those guys before? Yeah, I met uh, met Russ in uh, in Vegas. You know, just a quick hello, got a picture. Uh, you know, when I was uh, when we were there for the Fat Forty Eight. I want to say it was my sophomore year. Um, I met LeBron my junior year in Vegas at the same tournament, um, and I hadn't met D Rose, and I didn't get the opportunity to meet Kobe, sadly. But uh, yeah, I got to meet those two in Vegas, uh, you know, just during AU. You know, Jalen, I got to think as a rookie, everything's coming at you so fast. When you start, I got to think there's a lot to process. You mentioned all the film you got to watch. Then you get hurt and you're out 20 games. How much did that help you? What were the, tell, Just take us through some of the conversations you had during the game from the coaches, from your players, and kind of some of the insight that you gained while you were out that maybe you might not have gotten if you were still playing. Uh, it was a blessing. Like I've said it I've said it a couple times, you know, even talking to people, but it was a blessing, 100%. It allowed me to take a step back and just process everything, realize what I was doing, habits I had built, habits that I needed to break. Um, I'm really just kind of re, really just kind of rededicate myself, you know. And I remember having a conversation with, uh, I remember our conversation with uh, Coach Nate. Uh, it was after the Rockets game we played in Houston. I want to say the date was December third. Um, it was December third, and uh, you know, I said from this point out, like you have my full, you know my full attention, my full presence, um, you know, I'm ready. Uh, you know, things kind of slowed down and I realized like my responsibilities and what I got to do. And uh, from that point on, I just kind of rededicated myself, you know, to the game of basketball. And from that point on, I felt great. You know, our work habits have gotten amazing. Uh, you know, those, those entire about a week and a half, uh, I mean, a month and a half, two months I was out, um, you know, our workouts were really fast paced because, you know, conditioning was something that we were huge on. Um, you know, before we got started. And so there wasn't a lot of jogging, walking, you know, back and forth between reps and all of that stuff, you know, just kind of builds habits, builds mindsets. And, uh, you know, when I got back, you know, I got to talk to coach. I sat with the coaches every game, and, you know, getting to talk to Moles, uh, you know, getting to tell them what I see, you know, during a free throw or a timeout. You know, I'd go stand in their little huddle. Um, and it just, it just gives you a game. It lets you gain a lot of knowledge and see the game from a different perspective, you know, than when you're out there playing, um, you know, things kind of, you know, move pretty fast and, you know, your stints can go uh, real quick and it's easy to kind of get lost. In. So, uh, yeah, it, it was a blessing. It helped me out a ton. And uh, it's kind of like a mini off season, you know, in the middle of the season. Yeah. And, you know, it definitely helped me get a lot more comfortable and, uh, you know, play a lot better, perform a lot better to where I wanted to. It's awesome. As a primary ball handler and decision maker, you know, your your job is is a lot more challenging than, uh, other positions on the floor, I you know, you, I know you understand that, and that's that's a big part of what you're trying to go through right now. So as you sat and watched, what what were the things that Coach Nate and and the other coaches would talk with you about, and the things that you picked up 
that you want to do better as a primary decision maker and ball handler? I think the biggest thing would just be like time, score, and situation. Uh, understanding are we in a bonus or are we not in a bonus? Uh, you know, what's our shot selection been like the past three, four possessions? Have we turned the ball over too much? Uh, do we need to slow it down? Has it been, you know, seven, eight possessions where it's just running up and down in quick shots, you know, where you get the rebound or, you know, get it from the big and, you know, walk it up the floor, get into a set and, um, you know, kind of get everything organized again. I think that's the biggest thing that, you know, I realized from talking to them and being being on the sideline and having sharing those conversations in game. I'm wondering no, I who you look at around the league. Uh, you know, you look at current point guards in the NBA. Who 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 do you model after in terms of the decision making part of it? Um, I mean, I don't think you can get much better than Chris Paul. Um, you know, the way that he gets everybody involved early, um, is still able to pick his spots to be aggressive and get to his shots. You know, and then just commands the entire game. I mean, he's never sped up. You know, the pace is always at the pace that the Phoenix Suns want to play at. You know, no matter what the defense, you know, tries to do, uh, you know, whether it's blitz ball screens, switch ball screens, um, you know, slow the game down, you know, whatever it is, you know, he controls what's going on that night. So, you know, that's something that, you know, we've seen for a while, studied, and, you know, I want, want to get to that point. As part of it, Jalen, when you're watching, you're also studying the tendencies of your teammates. Uh, where their strengths and weaknesses, how you can make them better, or even, you know, I, I always marvel at the, you know, screen setting of a Wendell, Wendell Carter. And, you know, mm -hmm. how can I use Wendell to, uh, you know, get where I need to get? You, do you look at those kind of things as well? Yeah, for sure. And it's funny that you brought it up. Me and Cole just had that conversation uh, before the Portland game. You know, we just talked about, um, you know, getting to, getting to learn everybody's game, you know, a lot more better to where, I know what Cole loves to do. I know, you know, where to get him the ball at. He knows where to get Franz the ball at. You know, we all know where to get Wendell and Mo the ball at, you know, things like that. Uh, so that R5, that starting five, and then, you know, the bench comes in and, you know, continue to be comfortable with them so that it's all just one well-oiled machine. And guys know, you know, their spots, what they're supposed to do, and, you know, wherever to run, you know, play free, and, uh, you know, just kind of do our thing, so. Wendell said you're in the top five of point guards. He doesn't like setting screens on, right? So he's, he said, he said, uh, so that comes in practice. And he said, your screens hit different than a lot, than a lot of other guys. So that's a feather in your cap. But I'm watching Wendell last night. We all were. And Nurkic is a mountain of a man. And when you see that guy barrel into Wendell and Wendell doesn't move, well, like what, 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 that's not, that, that's not, that's not human. Like what, what goes through your mind when you see how strong Wendell is out there? Uh, Wendell is crazy. And he's so, he's so strong. He's so explosive. Um, you know, it makes it really hard to guard because again, with guys like Nurt, um, big body, you know, slower, uh, you know, he can go bang with them in the post, but then on the other side, you have to guard him, you know, when he comes out and catches it at the elbows, or, you know, maybe a foot or even at the uh, top of the key, like you have to guard it. You can't sag off because he's been shooting it, you know, at a great percentage all year. And, you know, if you climb up, you know, it's a blow by, you know, we've been in the, we've been in the gym a lot, you know, at nights together or in the mornings uh, before, uh, before practices and things like that, shoot arounds. And, uh, you know, we've been working on that bag, um, you know, and getting into the lane, slowing our feet up making sure that we're comfortable in control so that we can go finish. Um, so seeing, seeing him put all that into, into play, um, you know, plus the physical aspect, which you just talked about, <laughs> is, uh, it's a heck of a combo. Jalen, at the beginning of the month, 
you get named to the rising stars game. I was a little nervous at first because you weren't watching because you guys were getting ready to play the bulls. The way they were announcing it, Dante and David and Jeff, I don't know. You guys might not have seen it either. The way they were announcing the rosters, they were like, they were just reading it off of a, off of a note card. And Adam Lefko was the host of TNT and he reads through the roster and he leaves three or four guys off. You were one of them. And I had texted Joel Glass, who was on the trip, because he wanted to know what was going on. I said, I, I go, I don't know if Jalen made it because he didn't say he didn't say his Jeez. name. I went, I think I think he, something happened. But then I realized, well, he also didn't say Jalen Green. And he also didn't say somebody else that was pretty obvious that they should make it. So when you finally got the call or finally got told that you're in the game, what was, and also Franz is in the game, Cole's in the game. I mean, there's three magic players in the game. What does that mean to you? What does that mean to those guys, your teammates that, you know, the, the work you guys are putting in is, is paying off? Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. It's a product of the work. And, you know, for me, I was nervous. I didn't. I was really nervous. I didn't know if I I'm not going to lie. I was nervous for you too, because I was worried that you, they would say, well, he missed a month and a half missed too many games, and, right? and that's going to keep you out. I was nervous for you too. Exactly. So, I mean, I don't know. I wasn't why. nervous, Jalen. I knew they were going. At least one of us were. But nah, it was, um, you know, I knew that they were getting ready to select the teams and, uh, you know, I did. I tried not to think about it too much. You know, if I if I made it, you know, great. That's a blessing. Um, you know, especially being a rookie. You know, you want to rack up the accolades and you know being named to the rising star is something that um, you know just means that, that people are noticing you know things that you've done throughout the season. So um, yes, knowing, knowing that you know my name got picked and you know I'll be out there, be able to share that with Cole and Franz. Uh, and the rest of the rookie class, the sophomore class, uh, you know, who are all good guys and, you know, cool people. Um, it, it was special, you know, and it meant a lot. And, you know, I definitely take it for granted. Like, I was excited about it, uh, you know, before the game. And then I had to try to come back down and lock in uh, for Chicago. But, um, yeah, it's a, it's a blessing, though. Now, listen, don't let the weekend seduce you now. Don't don't let that weekend don't get caught up in the weekend now. Well, the good I, thing is you're in. The good it. thing is you're in. You're in Cleveland. That's the good thing. Oh, that's <laughs> true. Oh, that's true. Do whatever you want, then, Jalen. It's fine. Hey, I, I got a question. Speaking of All Star Weekend, we've known this for a little while, but it was announced officially, I guess, yesterday, maybe that Cole is going to be in the dunk contest. Now you're, you know, you're around Cole a lot and everything. Has he been practicing? Is he? Well, I know he's talking. I'm not even going to ask you that. He's talking about it. Of course, he's talking about it. Are you going to be involved with him, maybe a little bit? But give us a little quick insight, or is it all top secret? I don't. I don't know. We we've talked about like some possible dunks. You know, we have gone over some things and you know some stuff that he's gonna that uh, you know that he's gonna pull out. And I can't disclose that. That is, <laughs> gotta wait for the dunk contest to see that. Um, but nah, Cole is a freak athlete. Like it's funny how we will come in the gym for a shoot around, and I know I'm stiff and I need to warm up, and he's skipping super high <laughs> in the air. The first basketball, he's going to dunk it. Like he's just flying out of nowhere. It's just it's crazy. But nah, that's I'm excited for him. I can't I can't wait to see what he pulls out. You know, from the stuff that we've talked about and you know other stuff that he has up his sleeve. So uh, it's, it's going to be a fun night on Saturday. You know, we haven't talked to you um, on this format since early. Um, I'm just wondering what you think about the young core that you're a part of. You know, you're talking about Cole and 
We talked about Wendell. Uh, Franz is, you know, in your situation, 20-year-old rookie uh, right out of college. Just the young core. Do you, do you guys, do you talk about it? Are you looking around at each other and thinking, boy, this, this has a chance to be special um, in, in a fairly short period of time? I mean, is that is that something that you guys are, are looking at? 100%. You can see it. I mean, you can feel it, you know, especially with us. Um, I think a great part is how close we are, and that makes it really easy to root for each other. Like, everyone wants each other to, to succeed. With each other succeeding, you know, your own success will come in that. Um, you know, and then just the multitude of talent, you know, that, that that's there is, I mean, it, it's hard It's hard not to think about um you know, and really just, you know, that's the main thing I was saying as I was getting ready to kind of come back, you know, the last couple of days, last week, just like, man, like I was asking the training staff, like, okay, like, I think I'm good to come back now. I want to run with everybody. <laughs> like, you guys, they were playing great basketball and we were in a lot of those games and, you know, with three-point losses, five-point losses, you know, even losses that were at like 10, but, you know, coming down the stretch, you know, we were right in those games and, you know, a couple a couple shots, you know, go the other way. And, you know, those are wins for us. So, um, yeah, I mean, with, with everybody we have here now, um, you know, and the staff, I mean, the staff is amazing. I think that that's what ties everything together. I mean, you know, for all the talent that we have and, you know, athletes and things like that, you know, our staff is amazing, you know, in a way that they bring the energy every day, and, you know, are committed to their craft, you know, to the same extent as we are. And, um you know, it makes for a great combination. So, uh, yeah, the, the future's bright. You know, can't, can't wait to get there. But, you know, this year and, you know, however long until we get there, you know, it's all about building process, building our identity, uh, you know, and the foundation of what we want to build. Jalen, the dunk on DeMar DeRozan. I, I got to know what kind of – what kind of, that was got a lot of play on social media and all the highlight shows. Well. What was the what was the response that you got? I'm sure friends and and that's all fun. I, I know you're. I know he thinks greatly of you, and you think greatly of him. You guys had a nice exchange after the game, but he just got away, nice, Dante. He, he just he, gotten away. Just happened to be. And, and I know that you must have got a lot. Of, you must have got a lot of fun response from that. Oh yeah, um, it was funny. Just all, all the friends you know that hit me up, friends, family, uh, you know, sending it to me like you know, just say, saying goofy stuff. Um, things like that. Uh, it was funny. Uh, I mean, I don't know, just in the moment, it, in the moment, it was so fun. Uh, just because, again, like that, that night, it wasn't like, I, there was no trash talk towards the Bulls. There was no trash talk towards the Like It was it was all of the red that was in the crowd that night. You know, and we don't have no red. We have orange and we have blue, but we don't have red. Um, <laughs> and so really, really, it just came from that, you know, wanting, wanting to spark the, the Magic fans that were in that crowd and uh, you know, kind of turn up the arena and, you know, just have a good time playing basketball, playing a great game. And, you know, you know, you can talk about being humble, whatever you want, but it wasn't boasting. It was enjoying a great game, a great night with the team. And, uh, you know, we don't got to be miserable because we don't have the best record this year. Like, this is not what we're focused on. We're focused on getting better every day. And, you know, when we do, you know, get better and playing well, like, you know, you're going to enjoy that. So, um, yeah, that, that was a fun night. Uh, my my first time ducking on somebody in a long time, so I think that's where a lot of, that. A lot of Dante, and I, Dante and I were knocking each other over on the sideline too oh, when that yes. happened too, for sure. That was, was that was a good one. We were enjoying the heck out of that, and I thought Wendell <laughs> said something cool the next day. You know, you you heard the Bulls fans, and and I know you heard the Lakers fans, and he made the comment of you know kind of getting the arena back and, and racking up some wins, and you guys did that. You guys won three out of five on that home stand, and 
I know that's a goal of yours, right? Uh, you know, you're, you're go- I know you're trying to grow, but you guys are competing like hell. You guys are trying to win games out there, and that's and fans are noticing, and that's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, it, it, again, like I said, it's all part of the process. And, you know, yes, we don't have the best record. Yes, we've been in a lot of games. Yes, we've had some tough losses. But, you know, it's all about our unit coming together, getting closer, uh, you know, and growing with each other on and off the court each day. And we're, we're doing that. Uh, you know, you can feel it in the locker room and, you know, wherever we're at. So, you know, now it could just all on continuing to grow and build on that and, you know, get it, get it to where, you know, when these other teams come into, you know, come in and play Orlando, uh, you know, they, they feel, they feel everybody from Orlando is straight magic blue in the crowd. We got the city <laughs> jerseys on, but, you know, it's that, that, that's the kind of culture that, you know, we're trying to work towards, uh, you know, to get to. You mentioned the coaching staff. Of course, the head of that staff, uh, Coach Mosley, uh, he might be the most positive, um, yes. uh, encouraging person that I have ever been around. Just from your perspective, what do you see from the head coach? Uh, he's the best. Mose is the best, man. Um, I, I love the real conversations that we can have, you know, about what's going on, about life, um, you know, things like that. Um, and at the end of the day, come back in and laugh with each other. You know, and just doing each other's company, you know, the same way he does with everyone on the staff and everyone and everyone else on the roster. Um, I mean, like, like I said, they bring the juice every day. You're talking about Moles to One T to Jesse to Nate to Randy to Lionel, like Tay. Everybody brings it every day. And it makes it so much fun to come in and practice, work out, play games, you know, because they know we know that they're just as excited as we are, you know, about what's going on. So, uh, yeah, man, they're, they're the best, you know, they're huge part of what, you know, we have going on right now. That's awesome. What, what insight can you give us, Jalen, about Markel and Jonathan? I, I know we don't have timelines and we don't know when they'll be back, but you're seeing them practice. You've seen the work that they put in. How, how do they look to you? Do they seem close? What, what are you and how excited do you get about having them on the floor with you? I can't wait for them to come back. <laughs> I can't <laughs> wait. Um, but now nah, they look good, you know. And I, when I was coming back, you know, my last couple of days in, you know, rehab before, you know, I got cleared. You know, I played some uh, some one on one against Markel. Markel looks good. <laughs> I tell you, what, he looks good. You know, without, you know, saying too much, uh, you know, because I don't know, I don't, I'm not in conversations with you know the training sure. staff or anything like that. But he looks good. Um, you know, his presence is great. and It's it's awesome to have him around, you know, on the road, at home, uh, you know, just because he's so smart. He's seen a lot, um, you know, so I know that that's a piece that I really enjoy, you know, and having him around, especially on his past couple of road trips. Um, but, yeah, on the court, he looks good. J.I. looks great. Um, you know, there's just it's just one of those injuries where, um, you know, you can feel good, you know, but it's hard, it's hard to get back 100%, you know, and uh, – you know, you want to be careful and take your time with those things. Jalen, I think we're going to wrap up here, but I, before we wrap up, we got a couple of fan questions. The fans knew you were going to come on. We like to, you know, make them feel like they're a part of it. So I'm just going to throw a couple of random questions from fans at you. Uh, real quick ones. Okay. Yeah. Who is the funniest guy on the team? Chuma. Everybody, now here's the question. Says Everybody that. says Chuma. <laughs> I, I'm starting guys. I am starting to see it because he is starting to open up. We had a, actually a long conversation the other day. Well, long for Chuma. It was about two minutes 
but like <laughs> he just he told me he's just starting to feel more more comfortable with people and i think that's what it is i think from the outside right tell us jalen everybody says chuma chuma is hilarious and i think one of the funniest parts about it is that you can never tell if he's like being serious or if he's joking and it's just it's the funniest thing ever and he's he, I, well, that's I the do thing like is he funny because he's trying to be funny or is he no, just naturally no, a funny he's, guy he's not he's not trying at all in the slightest <laughs> bit you will have the whole locker room in tears it, it is so, funny. so we're Everybody laughing at him so we're not laughing with him we're <laughs> laughing at him is that what we're saying <laughs> We, there's a, there's a great mix of that. It's a great mix of that. Great mix of that. Okay, got it. Listen, Jalen's not alone. Everybody we asked that they question do. to, it's one hundred. It's almost one hundred percent Chuma. All right. So uh, Robin had, Robin Lopez had the best answer. He said Chuma has the combination of satire, timing, and prop comedy. That's <laughs> only, as only Robin can break that's it. Right, that's right. <laughs> favorite food, Jalen. They want to know good. what your favorite food is. Oh man. That is a difficult question. My favorite food. Um, I mean, it's not a real original question. Let's put it that way. But they, they want to know what your favorite <laughs> food is. I'm going to go out the food that I would love to have right now. And that would be <laughs> like a sweet, like, yam, sweet potato casserole. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that sounds really good. I don't marshmallows know. on top? Do you melt marshmallows a, on top or anything? Yes. I have a lot of different favorite foods, and that's just one that's on my mind right now. So that's where we're going to go. With. All right. You're going to have to get some of that Uber Eats then. Uh, what has been your favorite part about Orlando so far? My favorite part about Orlando been the variety of things that you can do. I mean, you can stay downtown, and there's a ton of stuff to do, a lot of great spots you know, to hang out at, to eat at. Then um, you can go, you know, into all the different suburbs and we talk about, I don't know, Kiss Me. Um, I'm still kind of getting, you know, used to all the sure. names of them. But, you know, you can go about 10, 20, uh, 15, 20 minutes out and, you know, now you're a bit more calm and, you know, it's it's slow paced. Uh, you know, there's a lot of great restaurants out there as well. Um, and then one thing that I, another thing I've loved about it lastly is all the escape rooms. I have become an escape room kind of sore. Have you? <laughs> Interesting. Yes. Yes. What's so your what's fun. your what's your tips? What's your advice? How, how do you how do you get out of these escape rooms? Don't go with Chuma. Is that is that the, <laughs> yeah. the key? Gotta do it. We gotta do an escape room with Chuma. That's gonna happen. <laughs> I smell a feature, Dante. I smell a TV uh, feature. Chuma and Jalen in the escape room. <laughs> nah, the the biggest piece of advice is do not get frustrated. Like, and don't be afraid to use hints because one, you can go about five, 10 minutes and like be looking at the thing that you need and understand it and just, it won't click. And then as soon as they say it, like, boom, it'll be like, you know, they'll help you click it and say, okay, well, I already knew that. I just needed the 0.1% to finish it off. <laughs> but uh, yeah, nah, escape rooms are really fun. Don't let your pride get in the way. Take the clue. I got it. Yeah, all, right. Right. all right. This is the, all right. This will be the last one for the fans. Uh, you've seen a lot of football this year. We know you went to a couple of football games. We know the passion you have for football, which NFL player do you think would be, do best in the NBA? If you took a football player and put him in the NBA. Based off of the visual evidence, I'm going miles Garrett. Yeah, you might have to. Oh my goodness! It's who is what is he six six eight? 
He's a freak. Who's 60? Duncan, yeah. dribbling, shooting fadeaways? Like, nah, I don't want to go. <laughs> that that's a scary, that's a scary guard. That's a scary guard. Well, he'll be out there with you all-star weekend. He's playing in that uh yeah. he's playing yeah, in that celebrity game. Celebrity game, yep. On Friday. So you'll get to see it. Okay, last thing. Super Bowl. You're going, you're you're putting on your Bengals jersey, you're putting on your Rams jersey. Who do you got? For as much as I love Joe Shiesty, Joe Pro. Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, all the guys, Jesse Bates. I'm going with the twin Jalen Ramsey in L.A. I have to. I think it's going to be a great game, though. It's going to be an amazing game. I can't wait. That's great. You'll have an off day. You guys get to do something? You guys got something planned? Yeah. The game. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jalen. Well, this is great. Thanks so much for uh, for the insight. It's a lot of fun. Obviously, we're all big fans of yours, and we can't wait to see how the last 20-plus games go. And good luck in Cleveland, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're all proud of you. Don't let it seduce you, Jalen. Don't let it seduce you. Don't let it seduce you. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you. Appreciate it. That'll do it for another edition of Magic Pod Squad. Jalen Suggs.